Hello, it's Thursday the 13th of February in the year of our Lord 2024. Welcome back for another nightly news. We've got nearly a full house, we're just missing Jason. We've got our lovely Christine over in Alabama. Hello and thanks for having me back. And we've got my partner in crime, my best buddy, Miss Catherine Watkins. Good evening, good evening ladies, how are you both? I'm good, I'm good. You won't believe it. You won't believe what's just happened. We have Jason Nota has just appeared on the show. So uh, we've actually got a full house. Jason, you're just in time. I've just started the show. Welcome, Jason Nota. Oh, hello. Thank you so hey, much Jay. for gracing us with your lovely presence tonight. Well, I just looked at the clock and everything's done, settled, and I thought, oh. I know somewhere where I could be right now. So Aww. Well, welcome. Yes, right, how's, so how's we will get to Jason in a minute. We're going to get straight on because I know everyone's yes. chomping at the bit. We're going to yes. start with Kate Watch. Well, there doesn't seem to be much news. Currently, all I can see is articles from last year where Kate Middleton was somewhere flipping pancakes. That's that's really all we've got and still no sign of her. The press is still going to have us believe that she's in, in uh, now at Sandringham recuperating. Charles and Camilla have left Sandringham. There's been pictures of Charles. But obviously, there is still no sign of princess catherine um, but i did find a story linked to the royal family uh, this was in the mail kate middleton's brother james shares glimpse adventure with son and wife doesn't mention sister's abdominal surgery doesn't mention his sister at all and interesting about this brother of hers it was what's his name Wooten what's his name he was on GB News so I'm afraid that's all I have tonight on Kate Watch still nobody's seen her still nobody's seen her family her mother her father no pictures of her from her bedside saying she's okay no thanks um there you go that's well, she just disappeared Kate into oblivion don't you yep. Mm. So, let's go with Catherine. What you got for us? Right. Well, I had this sent to me this morning, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So I don't know if you know anyone remembers about November twenty twenty two. I wrote a blog on my website, and it was on a, a Dr. Ellie Barnes and her book that she had been uh, providing to schools. Uh, how to treat your school like. And how to turn your school into an LGBT friend. We did a radio show on it, Kat. We did a radio show. Yeah. And I will link we that did, show. actually. Yeah, I'll and the blog. Show. We'll link that and the blog underneath, right? Because yeah. this book, basically, she was the head of a, an organisation um, that were pushing all you know this stuff in the schools um, called Educate and Celebrate, right? And I think um, Detachal was actually... Um, ambassador of Ed. He was of Educate and Celebrate. Anyway, they've been in schools for a long time, apparently. When I was reading this book, although we, you know, we've only been a bit really recently, 
um, they have been drip feeding this into schools for a long time. And this was the woman, I don't know if anybody saw the little clip that somebody had taken, but it's in my blog. Um, and basically, this must have been in like a conference a few years ago, 20, 2018, something like that, in an educator's conference. conference. Yeah, a teacher's conference. conference. So basically, um, there's a clip of her saying, you know, when don't tell your parents when you're about to embark on these things. She's talking about RSE and, you know, sex education. Who wants dirty, angry parents at your door, right? So she's aware that she knows it's going to make them angry. She even goes as far as to say, what we should be doing is ask them if they need help understanding, like really patronizing, condescending, you don't know how to pay, let us help you, teach your kids a load of nonsense type of thing. This woman has been really quite, they said, you know, organization has been really quite influential within this. But anyway, listen to this, this is the Mail Online. Controversial LGBT plus education charity that encouraged toddlers to question the agenda and wanted to replace Sir and Miss with gender neutral terms in schools, mysteriously shut down. Um, LGBT charity Educate and Celebrate was founded by Dr. Ellie Barnes, a teacher who received an MBE for a contribu contribution to equality and diversity in education, but has since seen her charity and herself rocked by scandal. When it was running, Educate and Celebrate said it hoped to embed gender, gender identity and sexual orientation into the fabric of organisations, including primary schools. However, after a series of controversies from engage, encouraging three-year-olds to question their gender to push in to replace Sir and Miss with gender neutral terms, the charity has been shut down. Uh, let me go oh. on. So just picture, you know, can you remember the guy that was on Channel 4, right? Uh, Jordan Gray, he was a, a trans comedian who stripped off and started playing the the keyboard with with his penis naked yes, on channel. Yes, I remember that. He, yeah, he remember was that. part of. He was basically part. He was a patron for Educate and Celebrate, right? That guy. Um, the charity formally asked. But this is weird, right? The charity formally asked to close itself down on January the third. It will now be removed as a registered charity on the government website in three months. When approached by Mail Online, the charity wouldn't confirm the exact reason it had shut down, but suggested its work was not finished. That's quite important. The Chair of Trustees, Julie Bremner, who was a civil servant for 31 years, said it was our decision to close charity. We are all long-serving teachers, school leaders and academics who have dedicated our careers to inclusion and education. We will continue our much-needed work through new projects. So I don't know what's going on. They're just changing direction by the sounds of things. They, yeah, they maybe it's because the name is tainted. Educate yeah, celebrate. so the, the, yeah. They're, they're taking stock, thinking up a new plan, and they're going to come again. That's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, and exactly. under a different name. So, yeah, um, Educate and Celebrate founder Dr. Ellie Barnes seemed to be enjoying renewed success after winning an information award for her pride-themed Learn the Alphabet book for three-year-olds. Wow. The book's description said, ABC Pride introduces little readers to the alphabet through the colourful world of pride. Children can discover letters and words while also learning more about the LGBTQIA community and how to be inclusive. Yet just months later, the charity Dr. Barnes founded is shutting down. Both the charities and Dr. Barnes' websites are no longer online. It does go on, right? But I'll send it over. You can link it up for people to have a read. So basically, you know, I don't know. I think Jason might be right. I think 
you know, the name Educate and Celebrate has been sort of exposed. So maybe they have to shut it down and because they said their projects are not finished. But I just think it's really weird, the whole situation. But anyway, yeah, that's what I've been looking at. Um, so, yeah, yeah, if you put that in the chat... Uh, that's really all I I I got. I mean, I I would read it all. I'll put I it down in the show notes yeah. and the car show and your article. Yeah, have a read. That's important because she's quite. You know, she's um, she's caused a bit of a shitstorm. Excuse my language, and now sort of left. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. her, her work and her resources have been, you know, paramount in making this this education. So especially in England. Yeah. Well, I want to just. It's well, it's on the trans the trans theme i've just gone on to telegram and i think it's on tommy robinson's someone's gone to a catholic church and christine i might need you in a minute i just sent you a message so there's a picture and i'm going to use this as the cover photo for this show um a guy's holding up i presume a program or something um and it's holy trinity catholic church Pride mass, even though this was back 14th of June 2023, but this was this was in a booklet in the church, you know, their little prayer book, you know, the hymns and stuff. Um, and it's this Catholic church gathering all our welcome. Then they've got the LGBT clue flags with all the colours. Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Liturgy of the Word, and then the, underneath it, Psalm 27. So I think this is the top of the page of the hymn book. Um, is the trans flag in a Catholic church. Wow. That's different. So what's yeah. 27? Because it's above the page. I've sent you the picture, Christine, and I'll send it to you. Right. Guys. The uh, Psalms 27 is the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom I shall, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes come up, come upon me to eat my flesh, they stumble and fall. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear, the war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold his beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide in me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me he shall set me upon a rock and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me therefore will i offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy i will sing yea i will sing praises unto the lord hear o lord when i cry with my voice and have mercy also upon me and answer me when thou sayest seek my face my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me, put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help, leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. 
Wow. That is song, and it, it continues just a little bit. It says, Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the path, in the plain path before, I'm sorry, because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto thy will of mine enemies, for false witnesses have risen up against me, and such as breath out, and such as breathe out cruelty. I have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. It has absolutely zero to do with anything that they are talking about. So why is that at the top of the page, I wonder? Well, because they, they use God's word and they twist it to their yeah. agenda. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're taking the word of God and they're twisting it to meet their circumstances. They're putting themselves Jason. in the, in the they're putting themselves in the in the place of the storyteller, in the place of Christ there. Or, or, exactly. You know, so the same, we are Christ, basically. You know, we are, we are just as righteous as everybody else. So basically, you say mockery is what they're doing. It is. It's an absolute mockery of the word of God. Right. Yeah. Why, why James here? James, what have you got? Have you got, some, have you got any info for us? Have you got any tractor news? Yeah, the English have joined. Yay! They joined a couple of days back. Um, the Finally. The oh, Polish. they have, have they? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, the English have joined. The Welsh have joined as well. Um, the Polish, everybody, they're all at it now. But this is, this again, two things spring to mind. Uh, Ursula von der Leyen came on and she's, she's you know, the renegade, everything that they said and the stupid demands, they're not going to follow through. Okay, so the battle's won at this point. But what I can see happening now is, number one, we've wasted a lot of time, and, and these protests are still going on in certain parts of Europe as well. They've not finished, and, and they're going to keep going on. I think the farmers are going to start pushing back, and they're going to start throwing some demands in. I think that's what's going to start happening now, so we're going to see a bit of a reversal. But the thing that worries and concerns me more than anything, it's a known fact that we're always about a year in front, front food-wise. So we're going to have a, a, a shortage of food's got to come along somewhere because there's going to be a gap that's not being plugged from somewhere. And again, we know the plans of what they've got with the global climate issues. So now they've not got their demands met by the farmers, they're going to throw, you know, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at them, basically. So we're going to see some agriculture destroying weather over the next year i would imagine well I, w I wouldn't say i would imagine it obviously fits into play with what, what the end goal is you know as david ike always says wouldn't you know the goal the journey is obvious and you can you can read it like a book so i think that's what's going to happen but as the victory is the farmers have had a small victory and i will say small because these guys they'll only recoup Think up, in fact, they've probably got two or three backup plans, four or five, six or seven, eight or nine different backup plans for those backup plans. You know, these people are, are very organised, so they're going to come again. But the English joined, so brilliant. I'm buzzing with that. Um, so that's basically, I don't know about the, well, the Irish, yeah, the, the British Isles are involved, Europe's involved. So it's going to be interesting to see what fallout is. 
Where are Did the farmers? What's the what's the plan with the English farmers? Is there a destination? What are they doing? Do we know like what what the plan is for the well, English the, farmers? The, 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 apparently, they've been blocking roads. I don't know what roads. I've I've only seen snippets of videos and and things, but it is the English farmers because there's English road signs and English plates, so you can see it evidently it is the English farmers, and there's lots of them that are coming out. Um, so I think they were they were blocking off some roads in and around London, neck of the woods, M25, don't quote me on it. Um, so I, I don't know, I've not looked into it too deeply. I just saw what I saw and it was like, brilliant, we're involved, let's let, let's move forward. But again, we know that they're going to be prepared for pushback and they're going to have a backup plan like they always do. And the same as, as I was saying about, you know, the... the, the nonsense what thingy we're on about Catherine we're on about they're going to recoup restock and then come again and you know the, this is what I've always said it's it's all right when we're fighting these fires we can keep fighting fires but the real and you know me Luke you've heard me say many times the true awakening is the realization of what this place is Otherwise, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep having these battles in all these avenues and all these problems with the weather, with, with the perversions, with the money, with the deceit, with the corruption, with the wars, of all the harvesting, everything, and we're fighting fires. But until mankind realizes, okay, the true awakening is a realization of where this place is. And who the caretaker is? Who's running this shit? Who's running this show? That's the true awakening in my eyes and when that happens then we can start to sort this place out but until people i mean it's like the most fundamental questions you ask yourself in life who are we where are we why are we where are we going where did we come from and what's it all about and we all ask those questions to ourselves at some point in our lives and that for me is the culture we're waiting and that is is where we should be aiming for great that we're winning these fires and we're dousing these fires, but more fires are going to pop up. We need to stop the thing that's starting the fires. Mm, that's the truth. That is the truth. And and we know what that is. <laughs> we know what that is. And I'm going to talk about that today. So that's interesting. That's that's kind of a great lead in. Uh, sorry to jump in, well, Lou. You all were covering trans thing and i just i wanted to jump on that and then yeah yeah, yeah go on go on say what you found christine because um I, we should have kept with that really sorry yeah no go, it's, go on. no 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 it just it all it, he's right though it all ties in together i mean it's all the same thing it's all the same agenda regardless of yeah. where it's coming from right so with the trans agenda um, I don't know if you all had heard that Lakewood Church in Dallas, Texas, which is a mega church, a very big church, had a trans shooter come in between services Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, and had a 15, or I'm sorry, a five-year-old child with this shooter and under the shooter's coat was an AR-15. Uh, they walked into the building and started shooting. There were undercover or off-duty police officers, I believe, in the church at that time that took her out. In the process of doing that, the five-year-old child with her was also 
shot and is not expected to live. Wow. It's heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking. So there was another gentleman that was also shot in the leg, uh, but I believe he will be fine. The shooter is dead and the, the child that was with the shooter also is not expected to live. What that took me to was a rabbit hole about how many trans shooters there have been in just the last few years. It's insane. So I had found a story. It turns out that they said, so everyone thought it was a woman because the way dressed as a woman wasn't, wasn't this shooter. Correct. And it turns yes. out, it, wasn't, it turns out that it wasn't a woman. It was a trans. Yeah. And, and I think possibly an illegal, illegal alien at that. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but but certainly not from here originally. And um, yeah, so so what we found is that uh, that was a 36-year-old dude named Jeff that went as Yvonne. So that's what we know there. There was also a 17-year-old shooter that shot up a high school in Iowa, a trans There was a 28 trans shooter that shot up a Christian school in Nashville. There was a 22-year-old Colorado Springs nightclub shooter. A 16... Is there a link with any form of um, drugs with regards to these people as well? Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to get there for sure. For sure. So there was a 22-year-old Colorado Springs nightclub shooter, the 16-year-old Denver a middle and high school shooter, a 26-year-old Rite Aid, Maryland shooter. So that's, I mean, my goodness, y'all, that's six shootings in the last few, like two, three years, like literally two, three years since 22, I think. This has all happened. There was also a 36-year-old shooter. Uh, oh, man, that. Yeah, Hispanic woman who sometimes masquerades as Jeffrey Escalante. So that's and that the was first one. That was the yeah. one oh, Sunday, yeah. correct? So okay. she was, yeah, he, she, it, whatever, was thirty six. So the thing is, yes, with the cross sex hormones, what are they giving these people? What kind of drugs are they putting these people on that cause number one? Let's let's back up. Let's just back up and call a spade a spade. Number one, if you were born with a penis, you're a boy. If you were born with a vagina, you're a girl. That's how simple science is. It's X and Y chromosomes. Figure it out. When you're dead, they can dig up your body and tell if you were a boy or girl, no matter what surgery you had. It doesn't change what God created you to be. So if you're born with a penis and you think you're a woman, you're not. You're mentally ill and you need to get checked. You're mentally ill. You don't, yeah, you don't need surgery. You need spiritual deliverance because it's a demon, guys. It's a demon. And that brings me literally into the second story but if you've got anything else before that, go ahead, Lou. I do, actually. I've just got another one. I've got, okay, so NHS Scotland 
highlights the risk of removing biological sex from medical records. So NHS Scotland has warned that allowing patients to wipe their biological sex from their medical records could be a clinical risk. Currently, patients in Scotland can replace references to their biological sex with their lived identity without any medical evidence at all. But in draft guidance, which is currently being under consultation, NHS Scotland say this could have unintended negative consequences to overall health. Speaking to, the speaking to the Telegraph, one clinic clinician said, the classic example of where this could create a problem is in haemoglobin, where abnormal readings can be a red flag for cancer. The healthy ranges are different from men and women. So if it is assumed a sample has come from a male when it is in fact female, really vital information could actually be missed. Last year, it was revealed that hospital staff across England were asking patients if they plan to undergo sex swap surgery following the introduction of a new computer system. What? London King, uh, King's College Hospital and Guy's and St Thomas Hospital use the EPIC system, which required medics to complete a sexual orientation and gender identity form as part of each patient's electronic records. The form asked for a patient's preferred pronouns, an inventory of which reproductive organs were present at birth, and those that may have enhanced or constructed due to a sex swap. Do you know what, right? Just while you're saying that, you, I don't know if it was you that told me, but somebody told me, or I've read it somewhere very recently the last couple of days. Apparently now they're trying to push for being able to change gender after a death. So if somebody Yes, it was, was me, it was me. I, yeah, that was that yeah, that was me. I told you that. Yeah, yeah, it was you. What about that as well? What on earth? But now it's asking patients on just your everyday patient, like I know. It's crazy. It's <sighs> crazy. It's dangerous and it's crazy and it's like, like how can you so the thing with the, the death thing, if if they were gender confused when they were alive, but they died, you know, they're biological, you know, and, and they would they can still have their birth certificate or something and be remembered as the gender they wanted to be. Like what on earth is I going know. on? It's just nuts. So I've just got one story to finish up with before we hand the reins to Christine for a moment. Um it's on the Diddy stuff. Obviously, we're doing our Diddy series. Um we will come back with the next episode when we wait to hear what court cases are coming on. We will wait and find out what's happening with Jonathan Oddie. We know he's got a, yet another court case. I think in March, I think it is. Ron Burkle's having issues to do with his private members club. But now we've got Russell Simmons, who was the head. He was the head of Def Jam. Yeah, he was head of Def Jam. And apparently he's now got a court case. Uh, a plaintiff known as Jane Doe claims Simmons raped her at his New York apartment. This news comes as yet another blow to Simmons, who has faced multiple allegations of sexual misconduct in recent years. So the rap industry is really, really being exposed now. Um, yeah.
it's it's everything's coming out now into the open it really really is so um yeah that's that's really the our new story there was one story that i want to say thanks to christy for um fawn fawnacy house survivors have given fresh hope at last survivors of a council-run residential school have been given fresh hope of continuing their fight for recognition following a dramatic conference as children, hundreds of women were sent by the local authority to Fornethy House in Hillry, Perth and Kinross, where they alleged suffered abuse, including being force fed, beaten, emotionally abused, sexually abused. And uh, on Sunday, dozens of women attended a conference and um, it looks like their case is starting to progress. So let's, you know, we've got to think of all these victims. We remember what Melanie Shaw, we went, we went through. There was um, the guy with the Kinross in Northern Ireland. There was that guy, what was his name? The list is endless of, of what is. goes on. It really is. You know, NSPCC, you're looking the NSPCC children's home, you're looking at Bernardo's homes. You know, it's, it was, it was shocking. And it's, it probably is still going on to this day, you know, so we know, Big business is taking children off of families. It gives a lot of money. Yeah. Where do those children go? Especially the ones who aren't the little babies that aren't so desirable to be fostered. What happens to these young people? Exactly. You know, we can never forget this. And yeah. we should also think ourselves that nothing like that has ever happened to us like can you i just it just it's no it breaks my heart it really does it breaks my heart there's just no words i can't i can't even begin to comprehend as a child go like what <sighs> you know and these really? people only get you sexually abusing a child they're out after three years some this some thing needs to be that. like the death penalty, uh, they, that is one thing I think they should bring the death penalty back. I Honestly, they should, or they just stand their lives rotting because they'll never change. No, what, what, what they won't to ever change unless, unless they find Jesus and they get a proper deliverance. Yeah, but, they'll, they'll find Jesus in a prison cell with a load of big, hairy, dirty bikers that are in there doing a life sentence. That's where they'll find Jesus. That's where they deserve to be. Yeah, let them be preyed upon because that's what they're doing. That's what needs to happen to these people. Sorry for interjecting. Carry on, sorry. Okay. So, no, that was it. So just pray for these people. Pray for all survivors of this abuse. Pray for the children that are still in there that are going through this. I think God's going to make his move. I really, I, I've been saying it for years that this, it's it's all going to come down the line. How can you turn all that around? Well, but God, in Julie Green's word. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Christine, what you got for us to close the wow. show? Wow. Well, and, and perfect timing. Um, I will end on a light, mo light note with the Super Bowl, but I'm going to drop some heavy first, okay? Right. So what we're looking at on all seven mountains of society right now is a satanic culture that has taken over and is influencing all of us, every single one of us. They get you as a child through cartoons. They get you as an adolescent through music. 
through movies, through arts and entertainment. And it's called amusement, right? Because we're bored and we want to be amused. Well, when you look up the definition of amusement, it means not to think. And that's exactly what they've done. They have brainwashed a society through arts and entertainment, through education, through all seven mountains of our society, our family, our economy, political, the church, everything. They've used every mountain and their people have all been raised to the tops of those mountains. They've been placed there for a purpose, for a reason, and it is to control the masses, okay? So we're all, for generations, I mean, this is, when I say generations, this goes back to the beginning of, it goes back to the fall, okay? It goes back to literally when Satan fell from heaven. That's when this started, because these are the fallen angels that, are, that have done this, that are, that are inhabiting people, that are, these things that we call aliens are not aliens, they are demons. Have, absolutely. They are demons that have taken over people. And so on that note, uh, Trey Smith just put out a documentary that's that's real short. It's a real fast watch. And, and we're going to link it below because everyone needs to see this. And he's standing in Roswell, New Mexico. And he's looking at a wall that's just been painted with a mural, but it tells a very interesting story. And it tells a story I just told you, uh, but in a different way. But, but basically, it's ta he's talking about, and, and you talk about tying it all back to the children, right? They are trying to control you with terror and fear. Because if they can keep you emotional, they can keep you in chaos. And so they rule by chaos, right? And they have to tell you what they do, which is why we have the World Economic Forum. And it's why Klaus Schwab is out there running his yapper. And it's why Noel Harari, Noah Harari, whatever his name is, is out there being the prophet of Satan, okay? That's what he is. That's who he is. And he's telling you what they plan to do through the New World Order or through the climate change agenda or whatever it is. You know, they tell us up front what they're doing. Our job has always been to stand against it as the church, as the literal body of Christ, not denominations not buildings, each and every individual one of us has to learn to stand in our authority and power that God gave us. The very same power he gave to Jesus is in us. As soon as you invite Jesus into your heart to become the Lord of your life and your Savior, you are a child of the Most High God. Your past is gone. He's not holding any of that against you. You are a new creation in Christ. 
your DNA changes. His blood flows through your body. There is no more sickness, no more disease. He takes care of all of it through his blood. It's done. It's a covenant that he made with us. And God does not lie. God does not go back on his word and he will not be mocked. And his children are learning to stand up. And we're standing up for our children. We're standing up for our grandchildren. But in the midst of this documentary that I just watched, he's talking about these alien beings coming down and mutilating cows. You guys have all heard about that, I'm sure, right? He starts talking about cow mutilations and then how in China, they boil live pets, kittens and puppies, because it terrorizes them and creates adrenochrome in them so that when they eat it, it keeps them youthful looking and they get a little high. And it's the poor man's adrenochrome. That it's makes the same. Perfect sense. That does make yeah. perfect sense. Exactly. It's disgusting. So that's what's happening. When you look at the Vatican and you understand that they're researching space through a telescope named Lucifer. Why would the Vatican be looking to Lucifer for the light? Because it's a satanic organization, folks. That's why. And it doesn't get any darker than the Vatican. Okay. So who's the Pied Piper? <laughs> you know, somebody's somebody's playing this right somebody's playing all of us well that is pan that is the demon that is satan pan is what causes pandemonium it's what opens pandora's box it's where all the chaos comes from okay so for anyone who doesn't get that this is a spiritual war more than a physical war you're missing the entire point. Okay. Can I just ask, where did you get the name Pan from? Because that's in the... It's in the Bible. When, when Jesus was standing at the Isle of Patmos, he was standing there looking at the cave of Pan, which is where right. they did all the satanic rituals to Baal and Moloch, right? He took his disciples up, up there. And when he looked at them, he said... Who do you say I am? And they said, well, some say a prophet, an apostle. He said, no, no. Who do you say I am? And that's what this is all about, folks. It's about you making the decision on who Jesus is in your life. And you best get it right because there's he is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. And there is no way to the Father except through Jesus Christ. And he is alive. He died on that cross. He rose three days later. That tomb is empty. He is coming back for a blood-bought, <laughs> stain-free church. He's coming back for a church that will stand up. His bride is beautiful. And yeah, we're in this beautiful dress, but you better believe underneath that dress, we got on some war boots, brother. 
We are wearing our boots. We're going to kick some tail. We're not going to bow to this. We're going to stand and fight. And that's, that's what we've got to do. Whew. Yeah. So on a happy note, <laughs> did anybody have anything on that? Yeah. Well, done, well done, the farmers. Come on, the English. Yes, yes. Better late than never. That's a happy point. Cat, any wow. words on Christmas? Yeah, amen. Amen. It's amazing how. Yeah, it all comes together when you can see the big picture. It all really comes together. And then I'm going to end on this. And it was really interesting. I was watching Johnny Inlow recently, who's also um, very spiritually insightful. And he was he was talking about the Super Bowl. And he said, write Super Bowl, but write it like this. S-U-P-E-R-B. And then O-W-L. Superb owl. Do you see what they do? It's all symbolism. Yeah, yeah. It's witchcraft. I didn't think it was the Satanicus one before, but I was half asleep. It was like three o'clock in the morning. Right, right. So well, it was not. Yeah, in the Super Bowl halftime, it was really interesting because this is what he got out of that. He said, you know, the, the owl is a known demonic symbol for wisdom, right? So it's superb owl is the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs, of course, won 25 to 22. 25 and 22 is 47, which leads back to Trump. But so he said during this whole uh, halftime show, he was noticing the contrast between God's message and Satan's message. And that's what was so funny because... Both teams spoke of Jubilee celebration. It was tied 19 to 19 before they went into overtime. It was the same exact teams that played in the Super Bowl in 2020. Interesting. So it's like a replay of 2020. Okay. And then he said it, there were... Um, let me see. I'm trying to see if there was anything else that really jumped. In. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Jones had given a prophecy years ago that said, watch for Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. He didn't say what year or when, but this is the third time that Kansas City has won the Super Bowl with the same quarterback. And three is a big number. It's it's a big number in heaven. But it was the third time he won the Super Bowl. And the prophecy said revival will follow the Super Bowl. So we're looking for revival. We're expecting revival. And God has taken it all back. Like right now, he is going. It's just funny because they try to throw numbers and symbols out. But the deal is. They can't. <laughs> they they have it, it, what's beautiful and the way that, that you know you win is this. We are created in the image of God. So we're made just like he. I mean, we are made to think like him, to act like him. We're called to do that. 
And he has numbers and symbols and signs throughout his word that we know and we learn. And then the enemy inherited the earth, but he's not creative. He can't do anything on his own. He has to use us to get his work done because yeah. we're the creative beings. He's not. That's why he has to have us. So if he can convince us that we have no power, no authority, that we're just weak-minded, we just follow the leader, we just do what we're told, we just get along to get along, go along to get along. If he can dumb us down that much, he can rule and reign forever, and we're not going to fight it. And that's what he's done. Yeah. Now, that's exactly what he's done. And so now yeah. it's the time to turn it on its head, folks, and learn who you are in Christ. This is the time. Hallelujah. So, wow. Thank you, Christine. You packed it all in. I know you said you're only going to be here one day, so you're cramming it all in all in tonight. And it's wow, loads to think about, loads to think about. I just want to ask, did anybody see Rishi today on GB News? I think it was today or yesterday. I did, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. Did you the see the guy who stood up to him to look him in the yeah, eye? That was Scottish like, well done there. What's yeah, what's your thoughts on it, Kat? Well, I watched most of it. It was like a three and a half minute clip on there. I did see what he said at yeah. the end, but it was the usual nonsense one there about oh we've got, you know, a um, compensation scheme and I'm sorry what happened to you, but I just turned it off because I don't like Rishi. So what did he say at the end? Well it, it just basically well, did the your political slant his shoulder, didn't it? And didn't yeah. answer the question. Right. No, okay. we can't just look at your case individually, but you know, we we are looking into things and mention the compensation plan. You know, but they're still pushing these things. I know exactly. We know it's a load of nonsense, Jason's right. You know, and Rishi crap. won't identify about the amount dead, the amount of people that are dying. You know, and yeah, it's getting exactly. young, but because young people are fit and athletic. Michael Doherty, man. Michael Doherty, God rest his soul. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if he was vaccinated. I don't know if he had to get one vaccine before he moved because they but went to Poland. Look, are you on about Michael Doherty, the tennis panel? He passed yeah. away. When yeah, he was like, a jog yeah. early morning and yeah. dropped down dead. When was that? A couple of days last week. Last oh week. Gosh, I know Michael. What? And me, I used to look and me, yeah. We, I mean, he came on my show back in 2011. He was on my, he started doing shows with me. And he just, he just found, he just found his faith. He went, went and got baptized, not long, but he, I don't know if he had to have one. He went out jogging early what, in the morning. What, what was the cause of it? Heart attack. Oh, Jesus Christ. Got to pray for his family, man. Dan, I had Danny Bamping call me up in... I, I couldn't quite believe what I was hearing. I know, he's such a shock. It's a real shock. He's a good man, Michael. Good man. Really good man. Yeah. It's a massive shame. That's sad news, guys. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jace. I thought you knew. I would have let you know otherwise. I've, I've not been, apart from the odd bits and bats, that I see that people send me on WhatsApp with social media. I've not really engaged at all, to be fair. And what I'm 
a little bit of the news when I come in before I put film four on, if there's a film on. And that's about it. So no, I've not I've done, that's I've gutted. Oh, that's a shame that is. That's it's really it's a huge loss. Like you've got to pray for his his no, wife and his me. kids. Wow, let's do that. Good guy. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's close the show. Well, let me just close the show. You'll end it in a second. So that's the news tonight. Um, we've got some interviews coming up. We have the incredible, and Kat doesn't know about this, Christina England coming on next week. No Christina. way, yes. I'm really excited about that. So Christina England, her and I, she was one of my very first guests, I'd say. We're looking back 2010. We've done loads of shows, but lots has happened. Um, and she's back. She did it. Um, she's back. She's incredible. She is the person to go to on vaccines. She's who yeah. I, I, she's been there. Well, obviously there's you, Kat. Um, but she really, she's, she's gone court. She's done. She's incredible. Amazing books she's written. I know you've got yeah. one of them, haven't you? I got two of them, um, I have. And she's I great. So she's going to be with us next week. Oh, fantastic. Um, Alex Thompson is due to come back on soon. We're going to have some Clive DeCarl. Um, we've got lots of guests in the line and we will be back tomorrow with another news show and another Kate Watch. So we're going to hand it over to Christine to um, close us out. Jason, thank you. Come back tomorrow, I hope. If I can, I will. Thanks, Jason. And Kat, Kat, will you be here tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow as well. I'm here tomorrow. Lovely. Okay, well, that's it. LibertyTactics.co.uk. We've just started a locals page. I will link it. We haven't done anything with it yet. I only opened it about 10 minutes before we started the show. But hopefully there we can um, do more, have sort of like live little cup of tea and chats and... Uh, talk about stories and inter interact a lot more and uh, put some exclusive shows out, but more to come on that. So that's it. God bless everybody. And over to Christine. All right. Well, Lord, we just thank you so much for the time together today. And we ask that your comfort and peace would fall like a blanket on all those who have lost loved ones. So many have been lost unexpectedly so unexpectedly and so suddenly and families are grieving and it is a it is a difficult time for so many but we celebrate the homecomings lord we celebrate every soul that has accepted your wonderful son and is heading to heaven and experiencing the best time ever nothing compares so this life is just a moment, but eternity is forever. And we have so much to look forward to with you. We just thank you for all you're doing in our lives and in our world, Lord. And we know at the end of the day, God won and so do we. God bless you all.